To making our seniors matter. Good morning. I almost took your, uh, your your job away. Are you kidding, Todd? I was just so excited I had to jump in. You are welcome to start off this very exciting live radio show here of Making Our Seniors Matter. Absolutely live with the three of us. We are missing someone very important, but we'll get to that in a minute. We're coming to you from the Flower City Recreation Center uh, in lovely Brampton, Ontario. And the weather's a little dodgy, but uh, we still managed to get a nice crowd out this morning. Thank you for coming. And it's sunshiny in here. I'm telling you the energy is amazing and uh, nothing could be more exciting uh, Mr. Glenn Cunningham than being able to kick off another radio season of making our seniors matter however it is saddened to my heart that one of our very special co-founders Liz Cunningham is a little under the weather and it's just not quite the same without her here but we are channeling her wonderful spirit well I can tell you she's some upset she's not here uh, she was uh, pretty upset this morning when I left that she wasn't going to be, be able to be here she is here in spirit for sure and uh, she's uh, certainly uh, sorry that she's not here to especially being here this is kind of a place that Liz uh, started us with uh, being at uh, Flower City so she's upset about that but we're gonna just have to do the best we can without her and uh, did you the get, show must go on. Did the you see the puppy dog eyes when she, when you were leaving? I don't know. Uh, you, you were looking. You were just running. <laughs> I have to go. Well, and and I, I know that uh, she's listening at home, and uh, it is because of the work, the tireless work that she and you have done for a very long time that this continues to happen. And boy, oh boy, have we got a very great show today. We do, and it's all thanks to Liz and all her work that she's put together. So some of the introductions may seem a little bit less than than perfect because because Liz is the one that coordinates all the guests for all of our shows, and uh, she does a spectacular job. But we're gonna introduce uh, Mary Lou Degris, uh, who's an instructor of ballroom dancing. You're an instructor here at Flower City as well. Um, and your uh, partner is Francois Crepeau. How'd I do with that? Not bad, eh? Uh, we're, uh, now, would you like to do your demonstration first, or would you like to chat first? Let's kick it off with some music, and let's get the energy built. That's all right, way let's to do start that. a Monday with some ballroom dancing. So for all of you people out there in Radio Land, you're missing this, because but, this is radio. But what we are going to do is we're going to make sure that if you want, you can uh, go on to www.makingourseniorsmatter.com, and we'll have a video. So can you put your hands together and give a warm Flower City welcome to Mary Lou and her wonderful partner, P or Francois, with a little bit of what kind of ballroom are we doing? Well, this morning we're going to keep it simple. We have limited space, and we're going to do a waltz, and we're going to do a few Roma stops for you. Wonderful. A little, a little standard and a little Latin. We love it.
straight, just a little bit of rumba. As you can see in the walls, we really need a strong frame. And why don't we sort of lean into one another a little bit more? It's a little bit more casual. Okay. <clears throat> I'd like to see you move your hips like that. <laughs> that was impressive. Oh, he's doing it. He's doing it. Mary I, Lou, come and join us. Thank you. I don't remember the last time I could move my hips like that. <laughs> but I think if I started dancing, I probably could. Absolutely. You, you know what, Mary Lou, what a pleasure. First of all, can we hear it one more time for both of you? That was fantastic. <laughs> it's my pleasure and my honor to be here today. You know, we were having a quick discussion, a little chat prior um, to you dancing this morning. Right. Your face lights up when you talk about dance. Can you tell us a little bit, just a brief background about where sure. this passion for dance has come from and why it's so important to your life and to your health? Well, I started ballet at age three, a very long time ago. And dance and music was always my passion. It uh, brought me through a lot of challenging times in my life. But 15 years ago, I lost my husband very suddenly. He had not had a sick day in 27 years. And my, my sons were growing, and I knew I needed something in my life. So I went back to study dance. Only this time, I went back to study ballroom. It's never too late. I was 52 when I took my first lesson. And uh, it literally saved me. It brought me through the grief. I, it allowed me to grieve, but it gave me a purpose. It gave me something to wake up for every morning. And I went on to do competition for nine years. Oh, wow. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So it's, I strongly believe that music and movement can help cure anything. You know, watching you dance, I mean, first of all, hello. Um, <laughs> look at the size and strength of this woman. It's very impressive to see Thank that clearly you. it's a good thing for your health. But what Absolutely. I loved about what you said is the mental aspect. Mm -hmm. You know, as a therapist, I talk about movement as being lotion. Motion is lotion mm -hmm. for our bodies. We, we need to move to stay healthy, and however that movement for you is. But what I love the most about that is the mental well-being. Absolutely. Emotionally, mentally. I was very fortunate just by chance to meet my dear friend and dance partner, Francois Crapo. And um, I sent him an email after I saw how well he was trained and said, would you like to uh, teach with me? And that was four and a half years ago. So we've written our own syllabus. We have our own program. And we can teach to anyone, even people in a wheelchair. Awesome. We can help. 
we can help them with the music and the yeah, upper body Yeah, you can clap movement. for that. Yeah. There's people in our audience wanting to clap for that. Yes. We've, we've had a student with Parkinson's. We've had a man that was uh, quickly losing his eyesight. We have students that have heart issues. And we try to work with everyone individually. Actually, if I can just jump in, we had a, uh, with Making Our Seniors Matter, we had an event uh, that we had been invited to as a group at one of our long-term care facilities. And they had a couple come in that just played and they were, it was just ad-lib dancing type of thing. Absolutely. But you're, you're talking about people who are in wheelchairs and you can see the movement mm -hmm. and whatnot and the spirit comes up, Abs which, is, which is really how much, Margaret, you're in the, in the wellness business. If you can keep the spirit, the rest of the body follows along. It's so important. And I, you said something else that just made my heart sing. It's never too late. Never. It doesn't matter how old you are or what you're being faced with. Right. There's always, and I love the fact that you've got a, a curriculum that embraces that. We do, we do. We can, you know, we can make it simple, even simple arm movements, even simple head movements. It's all about feeling the music go through your body. And if I may just um, speak a little bit about a program that Francois and I have just started, we've been very fortunate to connect with the National Ballet of Canada. So for me, it's like a 62-year cycle to go back there. And they have a program called Dancing with Parkinson's. Yeah. And Francois and I are now training to extend their program out to the Brampton, Caledon, Georgetown area. Very so good. So that's our goal. So is it is it my understanding then that most of the teaching that you do is to a, a, a more an older adult demographic? Is that the idea? Francois and I only teach to people 55 plus because then we know that we can keep up with them. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just saw you dance in front of me on Monday morning. And, uh, I'm not 55 yet, but I'm impressed by what you're uh, teaching. Thank you. Thank you. You know, the whole idea of, of dance for Parkinson's intrigues me. Uh, you know, we were speaking earlier about the impact of movement on brain health. Absolutely. There's lots of great research surrounding that isn't there yes we're uh, there's a young professor from York University who's a neuroscience uh, scientist and researcher and he's working with this program so when I go in next Tuesday he's told me that he's actually going to scan my brain before I start to dance and after we do the movement in the program and it it's quite fascinating to watch the screen and watch what fires in your brain when you process music and your body moves with it. You know, that's so important. I love this. Now, yes, I'm a bit of a science geek. I get it. But I think that anyone, when you can see the evidence in front of you, when mm -hmm. you can actually see the impact that movement and music can have on your brain health, it motivates us. It motivates us to move. And to move means to feel better. And so bravo to you Thank and you. to your partner, Pierre, for doing such important work here in our community. I think so. So we're really hoping that we can expand this program and it's been our great pleasure to teach here at the Senior uh, Centre and our classes have been to capacity every time and we've had people that have been with us for the whole four years that keep coming back and we've become like a family. We really have. So. Um, it's been just a wonderful, wonderful experience for both of us. Now, how many of the folks that you have in your class would be single people that uh, would? Because well, I have got Francois, a <laughs> uh, you know, I taught by, my own, by myself before I met him, so it's been a, a much richer experience with him. So we teach singles and couples, and we have a mix of both in our class. And we find that, you know, the single men will dance with the single women. We make them change partners so they get used to being led by different people and following different people. And uh, we certainly keep Francois busy. We keep him in shape. <laughs> not so a bad gig, he, Francois. He does a not lot a of dancing gig. for four hours every Monday. Oh, so the class is four, not We have not four one-hour classes. One. Good. Yeah. Wow. 
way. And I was I'm, getting tired. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little curious. It, it sounds like your classes are full and so many people are enjoying. Do you ever do any, I, I don't know if the word recital is, is accurate, <laughs> or, or showcases, I guess, would be a better. Do you ever showcase the amazing work that you're doing? Well, Francois and I, um, you know, we've had some opportunities, obviously, with the National Ballet and so on. Um, but we do, we haven't showcased, per se, uh, ourselves dancing. But every couple of months, we host a social dance for all of our students and our previous students to come back and just have a fun night. And we try to do a different theme. We're going to do one on November the 12th. And our theme this time will be Dancing with the Stars. So we're all going to dress up and have some fun. <laughs> Sounds good. I, I think this whole thing about uh, the, the dance and whatnot, I have very, very close friends of mine, and, and they're not quite as old as I am, but, but they're grandparents, so they're, they're getting there, you know. But they have taken up this ballroom dancing as a hobby, <laughs> and they will tell you, and they certainly tell us, that, that this whole concept of going out, I think it's twice a week now that they're out every, mm -hmm. twice a week, every week, how it's brought them together as a couple as well. Absolutely. So aside from the fact of the physical, the mental, but it can help those relationships as well. Absolutely. I've had therapists speak with me that said, um, you know, it would be beneficial to couples in therapy because for that one hour, they have to focus on each other. And dance, obviously, is a very sensual experience, but you, you're not thinking about the second mortgage and the teenage children that just got their driver's license or the roof that needs to be repaired. Right. You're focusing on each other, and, and music just brings in all those feelings, brings all those feelings up inside you. Well, I have to say, Mary Lou, that you're bringing up a, a very um, warm feeling in my heart. My father passed away last January. I'm sorry. Thank you. And the last uh, season of Making Our Seniors Matter was dedicated, it was a Glenn Miller series uh, uh. because that was my daddy's favorite. My father and mother danced so beautifully together. I was raised watching them. Mm. tear up the dance floor and it would just warm my heart so watching you do that this morning um, I know my dad is watching down and saying bravo Thank um, you. It, it really does on so many levels even to the very end my father his foot would be tapping um, when Glenn Miller started regardless of the state that he was in and so there is something in the soul of people there is when we when we unleash that that uh, power of, of dance and music well, I grew up with Glenn Miller as well because actually my father was the dancer more so than my mother. So I would dance to In the Mood with my father a lot. So when Francois and I are rehearsing on our own and we want to freestyle, I'm always saying, put on In the Mood, please, Francois. <laughs> One of my favorites. You're, you're doing your, your teaching here at yes. Flower City. Yes. Are there other places that, that you're doing any, or well, is there anything in the future in regards to that? Flower City will very generously allow us to do some other classes in this facility, and Francois and I are also willing to do private classes. Another thing I really love to do is choreography with for weddings. So father, daughter, you know, mother, son, bride and groom, that kind of thing. So that's a lot of fun. So if folks want to get a hold of you, how would they do that? Uh, they can uh, call me, they can reach me through the Senior Center, or they can call me on my, um, my cell, which is 416-670-4282. I'd be happy to help anybody who would like to experience this wonderful world of dance and music. Well, on behalf of Making Our Seniors Matter Radio and Flower City Seniors, uh, center here and all of us here in the audience we just want to say bravo and thank you for your beautiful gift of dance um, what a way to kick off this show and what a way to kick off our week continue doing what you're doing you truly are an inspiration thank you so much I'm, I'm so happy for the privilege of being here this morning well thank you more making our seniors matter right around the corner please stay tuned an aging parent? Do they want to remain in their home? 
Since 1994, Retire at Home has been providing the highest quality nurse-managed home care that is personalized to all your needs. Our services extend to workplace and motor vehicle injuries. Your health, your home, your choice. Retire at Home Services. For a free consultation, go to retireathome.com and call your nearest location. If you're a senior who has credit card debt but are worried about losing your home, call Cooper & Company. We have the solution for you. Keep your home, pay your debts. 905-454-4510. That's 905-454-4510. Cooperco.ca. Welcome back to Making Our Seniors Matter on Listen Up Talk Radio and CKAV across Canada, 106.5 in Toronto and 106.3 in Vancouver. So we are in Vancouver as well, folks. And we are so happy to be back. But before we get started uh, with our next special guest, a really important piece of information I'd love to share with you. Uh, we had just were showcasing some beautiful ballroom dancing and talking about the health benefits of that. Recently in the Abuzz magazine, um, our wonderful co-founder uh, Liz puts together, um, she talked about a study. Um, I know that Mary Lou wrote a, a blog that was focused or showcased in the Abuzz newsletter from the Albert Einstein School of Medicine, showcasing that 76% um, delay onset of Alzheimer's when people dance three to four times per week. Now, if that isn't evidence as to why we should get up, put on the music in our living rooms and start to dance and join one of their classes, I don't know what is. So go to the Abuzz newsletter. It's available at makingourseniorsmatter.com as well. That's correct. And uh, have a read of that uh, newsletter in particular. And now we have another very special guest. We certainly do. And from Flower City, we have uh, Nadine Sabri, who is the uh, director uh, not quite. Not, what, what, what is your title, Nadine? We're kind uh, of ab-libbing this real quick. As I said, Liz isn't here. She's the smart one in the family. Um, I'm a recreation programmer here at Flower City. So the recreation programmer, and, and that means that you have your finger on all of the activities that are going on so basically what that means is if somebody comes to me anybody say for example Mary Lou and Francois and they say we know how to teach ballroom dance and we'd really love to bring that to your center I facilitate that I do a needs assessment I see if that's something that our members want mm -hmm. um, we we do trial we come up with a, a time slot that we think would work well um, and then we just basically get those programs going Wow, that's great. And you've got quite a facility here. Uh, how many members? We are actually, we just had an open house. And um, when we had that open house, this was last month, we got almost 400 new members. So we are sitting right around wow. 4,000. 4,000. This is a huge center. We are so lucky to have this in our community. And if I'm not mistaken, I heard at one time that when it was opened, it was open for 500 people. Uh, even less than 500, actually. Yeah, there that's you, right. So it's, you're getting at, at that many people on an annual basis. This is terrific. And, and what about the, f the facility itself? What kind of space? Because keep in mind, not everybody is in our, in our crowd that's here, uh, that's here in us today. So if you haven't had the pleasure of uh, seeing our facility, we actually are, are situated on a really beautiful campus here in Brampton. Um, when you enter our facility, we're, we're just surrounded by a lot of lush greenery, beautiful flowers. We really are Flower City when you enter here. Um, and we have actually two different locations. We have our main building, and inside that building, we have a gym gymnasium, an auditorium, a cafeteria, salon. We actually run the majority of our programs out of the main building. And then we have, where we are right now, the lawn bowling facility, which is equally beautiful, although a, a bit smaller. And uh, we obviously run our lawn bowling. Um, and then we do quite a few programs um, just utilizing the space because we uh, we fill up. We, we are at capacity with almost all of our programs. And then not all of your activities are actually here because you do have bus trips and things like that that folks are able to partake of just because of the uh work that you do. That's correct. And our bus trips are very popular. Um, we usually have a, approximately one a month. Um, we do casinos, but we also do a lot of really interesting um, going to different... Uh, we went to the Chrysler factory, for example. That was a very popular trip. People were really interested in doing that tour. So, you know, we bring a lot of different things and we're always open to ideas. Again, listening to the members because really that's who 
this is all for. Now, I think Ed, you have another event coming up, do you not, in the next few weeks? Uh, well, we do have our information fair coming up. Uh, that's Wednesday, October 12th. It's at the main building in the gymnasium from 9 a.m. till 12 o'clock. It is free. And now this is not for members. This, I mean, it is for members, but it's not only for members. This is for anybody in the community. And what you are going to be uh, seen at the information fair is people from the community who provide services um, to your demographics. So it's, it's going to have over, I think, up to 50 different vendors um, advertising their, their products or whatever it is that they, uh, that they have to offer. Have to offer. There you go. And I'm sure that you have your own information package here if somebody comes in and says, hey, this is a good spot, that's also a good time to have a walkthrough. And I guess you can probably get a, a tour at any time. Yep, if you come to the information fair, we will happily give you a tour around the facility, give you all of the information. We'll even give you a, a free coffee, anything like that. Um, but if you come anytime, we are open Monday to Sunday. Come to the front desk, let them know that you're new here. We will have somebody give you a tour around the facility. Um, any specific uh, program that you're interested in, we will do our best to answer that for you, um, introduce you to the instructor if we have that ability. We, we want to answer all of your questions. From my experience coming here, you've opened these doors and welcomed Making Our Seniors Matter. We've done now three radio shows from this location. What strikes me every time I come here is to watch not just the unbelievable programs that you've put together for our community, but to see the uh, familiar faces, because I, I, I see some familiar faces here in the crowd today, but to see the friendships that and the socialization that's happening in the walls of this facility. To me, that is equally um, as valuable as the programs you offer. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. No, you're correct. Um, a lot of people come here, they don't know anybody, and that's, it doesn't matter what age you are, that's scary. Um, when you enter our facility, if you don't know somebody, we will go out of our way, we will introduce you to other people, but our members are so welcoming, they're encouraging, they don't even need us, really. <laughs> they um, instantly create bonds, um, connections, whether it's in a program that they're running together or they happen to sit together in the cafeteria at the same table. Um, I see friendships uh, every day actually being created and then I see them going together on bus trips or joining a new class together or out, nothing to do with our center, just out together going out for dinner, anything like that. And that's when you know your job has been complete. That is the success of creating something like this in our community, is for a place where seniors can connect, be healthy, and create relationships. Yes, that's well, right. I want to thank you very, very much for uh, speaking to us today, but I also want to thank you very much for being such a big part of Making Our Seniors Matter. Um, we have uh, the Making Our Seniors Matter, the newsletter, the abuzz, is uh, distributed through the Flower City uh, on a monthly basis, uh, 10 months of the year. And uh, you've hosted us here at the radio show. Always been uh, a great support, and we appreciate it very, very, very much. Could you put your hands together here at Flower City and thank very, very much for bringing with us and also for the lovely coffee and, and goodies today. Thank you. Thank you. Stay tuned. More Making Our Seniors Matter right around the corner. So go refresh your tea and listen to uh, some of our sponsor messages. Would you please? Thank you. Independence matters. Terry McIntyre is a full-service investment advisor who researches and advises the best products in all markets, then advises which best meets your needs and risk tolerance. We are all individuals and need to be treated as individuals. Investments, income, and estate planning have become very non-personal at the big institutions. You deserve to work with a professional who crafts investments to meet your needs. Terry McIntyre, investment advisor, Manulife Securities Incorporated, Call 905-896-9060 or go to terrymcintyre.ca. Welcome back to Making Our Seniors Matter. And we were uh, talking off air about uh, Nicholas being a pool, a pool shark or a shark in the pool. But there are no sharks in the pools here, correct, at Flower City? Brother? Absolutely true. not. Okay. That's true. And Nicholas is one of our co-op students, of course. Making Our Seniors Matter does love intergenerational collaboration. Absolutely. And Nicholas being a high school student, 
Um, we are thrilled to have him and supporting him in cooperative education here at the City of Brampton. Uh, but working together all generations is what keeps us all healthy. So we were thrilled to have him. He was just acting as our Vanna White, or what do we call a, a male version of Vanna, gentlemen? Uh, David Hasselhoff, I'm not sure. <laughs> We, we, we did a name that tune and gave away some free coffee this morning, which was awesome. Yes. And Nicholas uh, took a few bows and handed out some free gift cards. So that was a lot of fun. And we were also chatting with the audience uh, during the break. And uh, if we'd really like you to share your story. So we have a 1-800 number that you can call 24 hours a day and leave us a message. And that number is one 866 269-6155-866-269-6155, extension three. Uh, and you can leave a message, share a story. If you have a senior that you know is doing good in your community and needs a little bit of exposure, we would welcome you to call us at any time of day and let us know so we can recognize them. And you know, Todd, thank you for sharing that because a lovely lady from our audience came up and shared, which was great, when uh, Mary Lou and Pierre were dancing, it, it reminded her of her own personal story of the power of music with a loved one um, in her life. So we're hoping that she's going to call that 1-800 number and share her story so we can share it on the air with you. So uh, we're always making an impact here at Making Our Seniors Matter, and this show is about you, so please call in. And it's also about sharing, and sharing is exactly what our uh, website's all about. Uh, we share information, we share stories, and we share the uh, good people around the community that help us to uh, make this happen, and who will also be the people that can uh, help you if you have uh, requirements of anything from legal aspects to um, uh, home care to uh, even uh, social services, uh, all available on the website, and it's there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And uh, some of the people that we have, we're going to have as guests here right now. You betcha. We've got a very special gentleman in the house who we've been kind enough, he's been kind enough to come on our show before. He's also been on uh, Making Our Seniors Matter TV uh, at the Alzheimer's event. So you can go to the website and see uh, Kevin um, on video. So why don't you do the kind introduction, Glenn? Well, Kevin, uh, Kevin Leet is uh, one of the very um, long-standing members of your appeal uh, uh, family services family services appeal organization I think if I recall 26 years I think uh, Kevin you told me was it 27 years that For you've myself? been there yeah no I've been there nine but I've been in Oh, with seniors oh working with seniors, sorry. Seniors See, these are all these conversations, yeah. 29 mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. So he's got a lot of uh, input. He's also uh, very, very involved and has been very supportive of kind of that interaction between the uh, social services and the business community because he's one of the ones that recognizes that the only way we're going to get through all of this is co uh, collaboratively and working together. Thank you very much for taking the time again to come and spend time with us, Kevin. No, it's my pleasure. So what would you like to share most with us today, Kevin? Uh, Liz isn't here, and I know that you've had a conversation, but... Well, Liz asked me to speak about um, essentially almost a snapshot of what, of the environment for seniors in Peel at the present time. And um, in preparing for this, there are so many different avenues I could have taken, so I just went for um, some demographics to begin with. Um, I'm not sure if people know, but uh, the region of Peel is the fastest growing region in uh, Canada. It's also considered the fastest growing region in North America. And at the same time, this growth of seniors in Peel region is three times that of the rest of the, pro of the country. So we have a, a fast growing senior population. But there's been one problem since about 1980, and that is the province has continued using the same funding formula since 1980, and it hasn't taken into account the fast increase in Peel, which means that now, according to the Fair Share Task Force, um, which is uh, over 70 uh, groups, um, boards of trade, chambers of commerce, community and social service groups, Peel receives about one-third to one-half of the money that the rest of the province receives. So if there's money designated for me, I'm going to get about half of what somebody, if I lived in Halton region, I'll get the full 100. I won't get it if I'm in, in Peel region. But what that means is that now we're seeing 
the impact of that lack of funding, where a wait list for long-term care is 18 to 24 months. It's at this point now where doctors actually, if they feel that you might be requiring long-term care in the next two years, they will look at planning for it right then, even before you need it. But it also has other trickle-down because my official role with Family Services Appeal is the coordinator of the Appeal Elder Abuse Program. So I work with seniors who have been mistreated by their families, uh, institutions, caregivers. And in the past, I'll give you an example, for September I received 13 new referrals. Oh, that's shocking. Is, and it's, we're well over 700 now since the program started. We're seeing seniors that are isolated, seniors that can't get to their medical appointments, seniors that are being taken advantage of by, by their children. Power of attorney abuse is rampant. And unfortunately, you know, we are left with this tiny pot of money where we're trying to find ways to provide adequate support to seniors. So Kevin, I, to, for to interrupt, I'm sorry, but are you telling me that in Peel, we are far worse off than other areas for these exact same situations that you're talking about, whether it be abuse or, or long-term care facilities? Yes, yeah. Uh -huh. with, with the, in regards to, like, you know, it's always a trickle-down effect, because it's a system. And if you're not getting enough funds for one thing, then it's going to have its spread. And, you know, with seniors, if they, or anyone who's in a situation where they have to give up a little bit of their power, then, you know. I, I have a quick question. You, you mentioned those funding formulas. Right. And you said they haven't changed in? Since 1980. 1980. Yes. We were a much different community. Well, back at that time, um, in 1980, there were 467,000 people in Peel. In Peel? In Peel. So we're not talking about Brampton. We're talking about the entire Peel, the entire which Peel is Mississauga, region. Brampton, yes. and Caledon. Right. Now there's 1.3 million. It is a, uh, it, it grows at about 34,000 people a year. And what, what's happening is that we're not actually funding programs as much as trying to keep up with rebuilding the infrastructure programs. And, you know, this is where, you know, and Glenn's uh, message resonates about finding ways to, to join nonprofit and profit to deal with social issues. I don't even like to call it a social issue because it's a necessity, it's a crisis. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing it for myself. I'm, I, I have uh, someone in my family that is disabled. We can't get services. And of course they say, well, Kevin, you're a social worker. You should be able to navigate that. You know, I still hit that same, that same roadblock as everybody else. So Kevin, here at Making Our Seniors Matter, we want to highlight these crises and the issues that exist in our society, and you've done that very soberly here this morning, and it's, it's a real issue, and this isn't going away. But we also love at Making Our Seniors Matter to look at solutions and empowering our senior population to, to do something to make a difference, and I know there are things we can do. So what are some things that you can share that can really encourage and empower um, all of us to work together so that we can make a difference and let the, our government know that we've got an issue here in this region and we need help? Absolutely. Um, seniors make up the largest voting block uh, or percentage of people that go to, that, uh, that vote in elections. It's not the, the 20 to 40 crowd or whatever. Seniors tend to be the ones per capita that will go out and do the most, that will go out and vote. So it's really important that you exercise that right, but also to engage any political person, politician, whatever you want to call them, um, and ask them, why is it fair for you to be satisfied with 50% of what somebody else will make just because you live in Peel? In my opinion, that is a real strong prejudice. That's marginalization, especially in a community that, has a lot, that is known for its diversity. I think it's a poor commentary on how we treat a diverse population. But engaging with the, the politicians that are onto this, like Kathleen Wynne's government coming up, they're saying she's in a bit of trouble, perhaps starting to bring in 
the members of uh, provincial parliament that are in this area to, to speak and stand up for the policies of their government, including the 35-year-old funding formula that just doesn't work. Because that trickles down to everybody. That means the police don't get as much. It means the hospitals don't get as much. Every service that you receive is going to be funded at a lower rate. And that is, you know, and we can't be polite about it. I always use the Oliver Twist. You know, we can't, we're not going to go up and say, please, sir, can I have some more? Yeah. Say, this is a situation. We need to do something about it. But it, it, it's, there's that old saying, the, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. And, and it, is, it holds true for social issues, which yeah. are, in fact, necessities. The people that make the most noise bring the most attention and get the most dollars, in some, in some instances, anyways. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, my experience of working with seniors all my life, they're the ones that grab people's attention. Where online or how can people go to read more about this? If this is the first time they're hearing about this real crisis, I know it's not the first time they're feeling the fallout of this because I know personally and many of you I'm sure in our audience have experienced family members or even yourself perhaps um, having a difficulty time accessing care for your loved ones um, or having to wait longer than you should for something. Where can they go? You mentioned a task force. Where can they yeah. go and read about this and find out more so they can be educated? I believe the, the website is uh, www.fairsharetaskforce.ca. I believe if you Google um, United Way Appeal, there's also because United Way Appeal is part of this. So this, this task force is Peel. It's in Peel. It's for Peel. It's for Peel. Yeah. So it's really important that the folks in Peel go there, get themselves educated, and make some noise. Making Our Seniors Matter is, is not in any way consider itself political in any way, mm -hmm. shape, or form, other than the fact that we believe in being a resource for seniors, and part of being a resource is a solution to a problem. And this is a problem that we can't solve, but we would like to be part of the solution. Um, it's, it's part of what we can do. We'll certainly, Kevin, for sure, uh, make our seniors matter. We'll try and get some information up on our website mm -hmm. to hopefully connect with that other uh, information and, and maybe with some of the other groups. Uh, boy, this is, I have to tell you, I did not realize. There's, and I think probably there's lots of folks that feel the same way, that all of these resources and, and things are, it's just a commonality that Navigating the system and finding resources is just tough. And but if we're not getting our fair share in Peel, one of the fastest growing, uh, no, we've got the sixth largest and I believe the ninth largest cities in our region, pardon me, in our region. I think I seen something the other day that said that Brampton had th over 3,000 new homes in, in Brampton this year. This is crazy if we're not getting our fair share. Something needs to be done. And, and the fact is also that even though we're not getting the amount that comes in back for social services, you're still paying the same amount of tax as everybody else for the province. So you're throwing Absolutely. in more but not getting as much. And, and it, it does make a difference for those of us that, that work in nonprofits because we really do our best to provide those services. Um, you know, with our funding for this program has not, for the other abuse, has not increased. However, we find ways to reach our, our seniors and provide them with the services they can, we can provide. It's not always, uh, it's not, oftentimes it's a one-time thing. It has to be situational, but we do our best. So, Kevin, I think I know the answer to this, but how many are on your team with this elder abuse in, in Peel? Well, for my program, I'm the only one one person for for the region appeal not 20 hours a week and you had 13 new in um cases cases in in, in what september. period of time in september alone mm -hmm. to one person mm -hmm. and we know how hard and tirelessly and passionately you work you. uh and that is just not enough no. that is just not enough and and family services appeal itself is looking at trying to find and different ways to support seniors and to that end there's there are other senior programs in our, under our umbrella and we're looking at finding a way to basically senior supports. 
So we have somebody that works with the South Asian seniors, someone that is now part of a crisis bed program for seniors that need to flee an abusive situation. We have a violence against senior women program for, for women who have experienced violence in the past, and we have the other abuse program. Well, and I think it speaks to what both Gwen and Kevin have spoken about, and I believe wholeheartedly in, is that uh, regardless of what where we go in the future, we know that this isn't going away in terms of seniors, uh, the population getting older. We have to link arms and work together, both private sector and public sector, and really working and finding creative ways to solve these issues. Um, and that's you know the only way we're going to see an improvement. Yeah, we've uh, we've run across this, Margaret, as you know, lots of times from whether it be the hospital or um, other areas uh, that have said we need to get the word out. This is another case of we need to get the word out. And that's why you came to me in the first place. And, and we talked about the uh, online system with uh, TV and with radio. And uh, so what we need from you folks is, is to, uh, whether you're listening or whether you're here in the audience, let other people know that Making Our Seniors Matter is that resource. The strength you give us by supporting what we're doing, and we're talking about supporting just by a quick email or something that yep. gives us some motivation to keep going and so that we can uh, help back these things and, and have that information available we, to you. We need to hear your stories. We're, we're here every week on the radio and we want to hear back from you. So it's it's a phone call, 1-866-269-6155, extension 3, 24 hours a day. Share your stories, whether they're success stories or if there are stories where you're having trouble getting services. We want to hear those so that we can be your voice um, to a greater community. Kevin, you're always full of great information. Your passion and dedication to working with seniors is admirable. We are so thrilled that you are part of our Making Our Seniors member family, if, if we were. Uh, could you please put your hands together here and give him a Flower City thank you. And of course, on behalf of Liz, who I know is listening at home, thank you for coming in, and we hope you'll join us again. Absolutely. Stay tuned, we've got more coming your way here at Making Our Seniors Matter. Are you thinking of downsizing to a better lifestyle? Or making a late in life move and need real help? Real Estate Designed for Seniors has taken the stress, worry, and fear away for so many seniors and their families. Be assured you are getting the most for your home. After all, it's likely your largest investment. Don't settle for typical. Get real help from someone trained and whose focus is on helping seniors make successful and stress-free moves. Glenn Cunningham, Certified Professional Consulting on Aging, broker with REMAX Realty Services Incorporated. Call direct 647-525-4621. 647-525-4621. Glenn Cunningham is the co-founder of Making Our Seniors Matter. References available. Welcome back to Making Our Seniors Matter live from uh, Flower City in Brampton. And uh, you can find us on the web at makingourseniorsmatter.com any time of day. Glenn? Well, it's really exciting for me this morning to, uh, to introduce our next guest. Making Our Seniors Matter has, has ferreted out two or three really unique businesses that have started up in the last little while. And just before I introduce our, our guest for today, just to give you an example, we have a retired police officer who has started a company that only looks at abuse by power of attorney. I'm sorry, fraud by, theft, sorry, theft by power of attorney. She was 30 years in vulnerable sector uh, with the police force and found that this was something that was so desperately needed and started a company. And today we've got another guest with us who, in my opinion, has started one of the more unique companies that works with basically the senior demographic and is out there to, on her own, combat isolation with seniors. Charlene Nadlin and her husband Joe have come up with a program that is an online program. She's going to tell us all about it on how you can help yourself to get rid of those blues of being isolated and on your own. Welcome, Charlene. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. 
And before we get jump right in, you've got to tell us the name of your company and where it came from, because I think this is just super yeah. cool. Um, so the name of uh, our company is called Amintro. It's spelled A-M-I-N-T-R-O. And it was a made-up name, quite frankly. Um, the way we came about it is um, we splurged some words together. So in the Romance languages, Latin-based languages, words that pertain to friend, friendship, chum, pal, uh, platonic relationships start with A-M-I, the prefix. So like in Spanish, amigos, amistad, amici in Italian, so A-M-I. The purpose of our of um, of a mintro is to introduce individuals for the purposes of creating new social circles and friendship. We're strictly a platonic um, connecting service, if you will. So, intro from introduce. We merged a me and intro, and we got a mintro. How cool is that? <laughs> yeah. That is cool. So tell us. Um, I always believe that businesses and the best businesses come from a deep why. Yeah. And I know you have a why. Yeah. Uh, can you share with us why this business has come about? Yeah. Um, I, like you all, reside here in Ontario, um, but I was raised in South Florida and I have my mom uh, still back there and a younger brother. Um, about 15 years ago, my mom was widowed and um, still a very vibrant, independent um, woman who I can't keep up with to this day. Um, but her, her, her reality and her lifestyle changed uh, dramatically when, uh, when my dad passed away. And several years ago I was home and just observing uh, her lifestyle and her social circle, which wasn't very vast because um, she was busy raising my brother and I and supporting my dad in uh, a business that uh, he had launched. And so there was really no time for a lot of socializing afterwards. It was to the office, home, feed the kids, feed the family, you know, do homework and that sort of thing, and then do it again. So as a result, um, she doesn't really have a large circle of friends. And I was a little concerned about that and worried about what that will look like down the road as well. And so that sort of started my, me on the road of asking questions um, about is it just my mom's situation or is this something that other people um, are dealing with as well, right? Their, their social circles might be diminishing um, for various reasons. A lot of people um, downsize, relocate, and then try to create new circles closer to their new uh, neighborhood and find it challenging. So I was determined to ensure that my mom lived the most incredible, vibrant um, life possible regardless of where her children reside. And I wanted to be able to call my mom at home and not get her because she was out socializing and doing all the things that she'd like to do, checking off items on her bucket list and that sort of thing. So this was the um, sort of the motivation for creating a Mintro was really to provide a solution um, for my mom and then of course um, everyone else. I love this story because as I mentioned earlier in the show, my mom too has just faced the reality of, of losing her life partner and my mom is a firecracker as well. But oh, yeah. there is a real chill, yeah, Todd. <laughs> I've met her yeah. a few times. Uh, uh, but as a, as a daughter, you do, you do stress about what's that going to look like for her moving forward and wanting to do our best to uh, provide resources. And this is why I love what you're doing so much. Not every uh, person has the ability or, or the strength um, during times of need to reach out to others. So, right. so I think uh, clearly you did a needs assessment and you found that your mom and my mom weren't alone. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, our moms are, are go-getters and, and will find ways and maybe they will be some of the ambassadors for Nitro right. uh, because that's the type of people they are. Um, who is this meant for when we talk about your services? Who is this for? Yeah, well, we're... Um 
it's not for anyone that's under the age of 50. So if you're not uh, 50 uh, or um, above, then you're going to have to wait till you hit your 50th birthday. Um, baby boomers, seniors, and it's for anyone that would like to augment and increase their social life and social circles and, um, and maybe find somebody that um, has a similar interest and a similar um, interest in activities or maybe traveling or, you know, um, going to a gallery, that sort of thing. It's your, your civil status is um, irrelevant it's for single people it's for married people it's for couples it's for couples that have reached a point of honesty in their relationship and marriage whereby they will admit that they don't really enjoy the other's interests so while one might be golfing the other one might want to go to the theater and they won't drag either either one mm -hmm. out, you know? I do love that I'm seeing some chuckles in yes. our audience. Uh, recognition chuckles, because yeah. you're right, that can happen, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's but no it is hard to yeah. figure out how to bridge that gap, isn't it? Absolutely. I, th I think friendship is, this is how we started. You know, we're born, and what do we have first? We have our family. And then we get exposed to friends. And we make our friends in the, you know, the schoolyard type thing. And then through our lifetime um, and the stages of our lives, we are adding more friends. We lose some friends. Friendships evolve. And the way I look at a Mintro is we're we're another schoolyard. To for adults. For adults. Exactly. Love, it. Love exactly. it. Exactly. So how do you, where is this schoolyard and how do people yeah. get involved? Tell us a little bit about that. Right. So it's kind of like it's in your own backyard in a sense. So a Mintro is an online service um, as far as the connecting goes. So um, we, you can register now at amintro.com um, and then what ends up happening is we'll be launching very soon and you can actually access it through a tablet or a mobile device as well. Or your kid's tablet or mobile device. Yeah. I, you know, there's a misconception out there. I want to say this because we hear this often <laughs> that, oh, but, you know, seniors aren't online. That's hogwash. The stats in Canada, they are the fastest growing demographic online there is. It's the reality. Now, that's not to say that every senior is online, and we know that. If you aren't, someone you know is. And that means that you could connect with them, even in, your, in centers like this, uh, even if you don't own a computer, and you come to a center like Flower City, they have computer rooms and people here to help you connect. Right. So or if you libraries. don't have, or your libraries, uh, where you know it's free to attend. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have a computer in your home necessarily. No. So please don't let that be a barrier to access this great service, or making our seniors matter as well. Um, yes, you can turn on the radio, but you can also have others ask for help. Sorry, I had to say that because no, I think you. a lot of people, um, when they hear this, say, oh, well, my mom doesn't have a computer or my mom, oh, gosh, she wouldn't dare think about going online. Help that person. Um, our centers are here to do that, and I think your service will be one that's valued. Thank you. Yeah, it's um, it's true. Yeah, so it's a matter of uh, basically it's an online social club, if you will. And the objective is what we're able to do is we actually facilitate introductions. So you create a little profile and we will actually um, match you with individuals within your community. So if you're in Brampton, we're not connecting you with somebody in Vancouver because the objective of a Mintro, while it's an online tool, the objective is to get you out of the house and, and out and about within your community and, and, and enjoying face-to-face um, face -face face -face interaction. I mean, I'm sure, out of how many of you are on Facebook? Yeah. Right. A few. Yeah. Right. Todd, is my mom on Facebook? <laughs> Every day. Every day, multiple times. You know, and it's, for, for me, I think it's really important to say my mom's one of 13 siblings, and we have a family Facebook page that's closed, so it's private. Yep. It is her ability, and when my dad was sick, it, it was so instrumental in having her connect with her siblings, with her nieces and nephews that she values so much, where we share um, our feelings and, and 
upcoming picnics and Christmas parties and an ability to connect when otherwise she maybe couldn't get out of the house. So that yeah. is something yeah. that's really, um, can be really positive. Now, how do you address the concerns maybe in security and safety when it comes to, you know, you matching? Uh, I think that's something we, we worry about with our children. We certainly want to make sure that, that our senior population is safe as well. Right. So we have, um, and this is a more of a technical mumbo jumbo, but we've created um, various security me measures um, within the system, um, algorithms that are in place to really determine a good match. But at the end of the day, um, when you're meeting new people, you take your time to, to get to know the individual. Um, you're able to communicate um, through the Amintro platform for as long and as much as you like until you're comfortable with perhaps um, meeting with the person for a coffee or um, somewhere public. I think it goes without saying. I mean, even if it were not internet based, when you're meeting somebody, you know, you just you just you want a public you, place. You always do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you always exactly. want to be safe. Yeah, and make yeah. sure you're you're yeah. making smart decisions. Right. The, the rules don't change. No. Nope. But I think the whole thing behind it is it's it's a, a, an opportunity for somebody to find somebody that likes the same things. I want to go fishing. I want to go for a walk. I want to go dancing. I want to whatever. Exactly. And it and it gives you somebody because we sit in. I mean, I see it all the time. I see folks in their home and and they sit in the same chair and they're in the same mm -hmm. place for day after day after day, and the family looks at it and they say, Oh, well, they're okay because I was down last week and mom was quite good. Yeah, because mom hadn't seen anybody for a week, and when she knew you were coming down, she was up for it and, and really right. excited and feeling her best that she'd felt for a week. So it's really important that this whole isolation thing be be dealt with, and this is one of the avenues that, that can be out there. What do you like to do, and who's in your neighborhood that would like to do the yeah. same thing? And we delve deeper. Like, it's not just, it's not just about future uh, thinking in the sense of uh, activities, hobbies, interests. But we also delve into our, our members' pasts in the sense of, you know, where do you come from? You know, where, where did you grow up? Um, we are who we are today because of everything that we've lived, right? Um, and so we feel that that's important, too, um, in finding the commonalities amongst our members so that we do make a good match and we are helping people uh, to create larger circles of friends and mm. um, like I said, check off items on your bucket lists and that sort of thing. So maybe you find a ballroom dancing partner, Mary Lou. <laughs> yes. and, uh, and she's smiling back there in the audience because yeah, there's a great way to even have conversations. And even if it's not initially, like you said, meeting face to face, but having an opportunity to connect with someone and uh, uh, make a new girlfriend online exactly. that has similar interests that you can share or talk about what's going on in the current affairs of the day because you happen to be watching the 12 o'clock news yes. and you have something that you want to share right. with someone but you don't know who to connect with. We take for granted, some of us, that we have family and networks. There are people that don't have anyone. And that's, that's sad. Yeah. We, um, the way I view a intro is we're the icebreaker. We're that person in the party that knows every guest in the room. And what we're doing is we're going up and saying, hey, Mary, we've, we'd love to introduce you to Sarah and Jim over here. And I'll tell you why. You guys have X, Y, and Z in common. Um, this is very much at the core of who I am. I'm very much a people person. I love meeting people. You can learn so much. and educate yourself for better by just sitting and listening. And um, four years ago, Joe and I got married, and I was determined to ensure that every guest at our wedding had a wonderful time and didn't feel um, anxious or nervous about who they were seated with or that they didn't know. And it happens. You go to these weddings, and you might know the people at your table you're seated with, but two tables over, you haven't got a clue who these guests are or why they're there, right? So what I did was I, write, I wrote a bio on every single guest. Are you kidding? <laughs> at our wedding. And I created a, 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 a pamphlet a bit bigger like this. And it was categorized by table. So table one named every single guest and a little bit of a background as to why they were so special to Joe and myself and why 
we were honored that they were they were present. Um, well, all the books were stolen, like taken. Like I ran out. I had wow. people calling after the wedding, wanting the copy. I think that's copy. the coolest idea I've ever heard for a wedding. <laughs> you yeah, trademark it that was for sure. uh, it was wonderful. And I'll tell you what, I had people guests coming up and saying, "Oh my gosh, I finally met so and so." And like for, we had a gentleman in from Costa Rica, so other um, people who actually could speak Spanish went over to introduce themselves to him so that he had some conversation uh, during the wedding and that sort of thing. And it was just wonderful because it was like, honestly, a well-dressed house party is the way I, you know, <laughs> looked you know, at my wedding. At our core, we are, our human spirit is about connection. Connecting with people from the minute we're born, if children aren't touched, this is what I do for a living. I, you know, I happen to be a therapist that touches people, but we touch in different ways. What you are doing is having a huge impact. When I talk about the power of touch, that's just a different way to touch people. Charlene, what a breath of fresh air. Oh, thank thank you, you so much for your thank energy, you. for your passion, and for I know what it, it, it is to start a business. It's scary. You've taken the leap. You've, you've taken a walk and turned it into something pretty fantastic. We're thrilled to have you part of Making Our Seniors Matter and for being here today. Will you come back on the show again? I would love to. Could you Thank put you. your hands together and give a warm welcome for Charlene? Now, just before we let Charlene go, just before we let Charlene go, now you had an introductory package. Is yes. that still there? Do you want to just uh, real quick on that? It is. So we have pre-registration uh, open now on uh, the website and we are offering free lifetime VIP status membership to the first 2,000 uh, members that, that sign up, that join. And that's at amentro.com, yep. right? Com. Dot com. Yeah. Super. Thank you. Thank you. Well, gentlemen, it has been an absolutely amazing show. Uh, we, it has not been quite the same without uh, our good friend Liz. We miss, we miss <laughs> Liz, uh, but wish her a speedy recovery. Um, we want to thank all of our wonderful guests today from the demonstration of dance. Put our hands together for that. To, Ke to Kevin Leet and, of course, Flower City for opening their doors and sharing their warmth and uh, community spirit uh, with us, and, of course, Charlene. And I, I tell you, it's an absolute pleasure to be sitting beside these two fine gentlemen, uh, Todd Miller and uh, Glenn Cunningham, and uh, another gentleman, uh, Nicholas, our co-op student. Can we hear it for him today as well? That was a lot of fun. As we've said time and time again, Making Our Seniors Matter is about you. It is a trusted resource for seniors in your family. So until next time, be well. Thank you.